Greetings, this is Dr. Gwen. Um, I'm going to try doing this tape. Um, it is January 15th. <coughs> I have a cold, um, which probably many of you have, and a little bit of laryngitis. So please bear with me. Um, anyway, the first one is report is called Donated Kidneys Go to More Older Men Than Women. So I was a little surprised to hear about this uh, bias. If you're over 45 and need a kidney, it's, it's probably better to be a man. According to Johns Hopkins researchers, older women and significantly less, are significantly less likely to receive a donated kidney than older men. <clears throat> Similar results were not seen, however, for younger women who were just as likely as younger men to receive a donated organ. The study involved an analysis of more than 560,000 patients who were diagnosed with end-stage kidney disease between 2000 and 2005. <clears throat> While men and women ages 18 to 45 had similar access to kidneys, access for women declined as they aged in the 46 to 55-year-old age group. Women had 3% less access to donated organs. Among those aged 56 to 65, access was 15% lower and check this one out, at age 66 to 75, it was 29% smaller. And by the time the woman topped age 75, access declined by almost 60%. The gender disparities um, see, showed that the study were mainly linked to limited referral to transplant waiting lists. If an older woman could make it onto the list, her chances of getting a kidney were about the same. So it's not about... Um, access to the kidney is about being put on the list. The study also showed women had as good or slightly better survival rates after kidney transplant than men, <clears throat> suggesting poor outcomes cannot be blamed for the lower access to donor organs for older women. The researchers believe more needs to be done to ensure older women receive their fair share of donated organs, knowing that the gender disparity is limited to older women indicates that efforts be made to identify specific differences between older men and older women rather than general differences between all men and women in an effort to minimize gender disparity. Um, and this was actually in the Journal of American Society of Nephrology. The second report is kind of interesting. <clears throat> it's called Gay Men, Straight Women Have Similar Brains. Um, MRI and PET scan studies are showing remarkable similarities between the brains of gay men and straight women and between those of lesbians and straight men. For example, the brains of straight men and of gay women share certain common features. Both are slightly asymmetric, with the right hemisphere larger than the left. Um, this was done by Swedish researchers. On the other hand, the brains of gay men and straight women are both symmetrical. Similar trends emerged when scientists tracked connectivity in the amygdala, the region of the brain involved in emotional learning and in activating the fight-or-flight response. They noted strong similarities between gay men and straight women and lesbians and straight men. And these findings are published in the January issue of the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. This is a very interesting study demonstrating a possible neurobiological relationship in brain size between gay men and straight women. Um, the one author, his name is Keith Young, he's an associate professor of uh, psychiatry and behavioral sciences 
at Texas A&M, uh, stated that he does not think this is pointing, uh, excuse me, he does think this is pointing to some type of neurobiological underpinning to sexual orientation. It's hard to know if that's related to genes or what might happen in the womb. I think those are the two primary options, um, is what he said. How do those affect early brain development, and how might either genes or exposure to hormones in the womb change the trajectory of the development of emotional processing centers? The neurobiology of sexual orientation remains a controversial topic. Some research suggests that the brain activity of homosexual individuals in areas unrelated to sex mirror brain activity in straight individuals of the opposite sex. And certain psychological studies have revealed differences in how men and women use the brain's different hemispheres for verbal tasks, for example. In this study, researchers from Karolinska Institute in Stockholm first performed magnetic resonance imaging, which is an MRI, on 90 participants, 25 heterosexual men and an equal number of heterosexual women, plus 20 homosexual men and 20 homosexual women. The right hemispheres of straight men and gay women were found to be bigger than the left, while the respective volume of these two cerebral hemispheres was about the same in gay men and straight women. Fifty of the original participants also underwent positive, uh, excuse me, positron emission tomography, a PET scan, measurements of blood flow to the brain designed to analyze connections between the right and left amygdala. PET scans were performed both while the participants were resting and while they were smelling unscented air. Here again, lesbians appeared to react more like straight men, while gay men were more like straight women. According to the authors, the fight-or-flight reactions controlled in part by the amygdala are more common in men than in women. The differences, which were not related to sexual attraction, could be due to environmental effects, genetics, or the influence of sex hormones. Although some sex differences in brain size are visible at birth, the brain continues to develop as the child matures, meaning that environmental factors could also play a role. The current wisdom regarding genetics and sexual orientation posits that genes may play a role in male homosexuality, but not in female homosexuality. Experts have also speculated that exposure to sex hormones prenatally influence sexual preference. Male rhesus monkeys have more androgen, a male sex hormone, receptors on the right side of the brain, while females have an equal distribution of receptors for the hormone. And brain asymmetry <coughs> in male rats is established by early exposure to androgens. Symmetry in female brain hemispheres can be reversed by removing the ovaries soon after birth. This study does little to clarify the reasons behind the differences, the researcher says, although it certainly adds to the debate. Anyway, I hope you found that interesting. Um, this is such an exciting week for us. Uh, Barack Obama is going to be uh, inducted as the President of the United States. How delightful to have a, regardless of his color, just to have a man who has such integrity and honesty and just bringing some hope to our nation. Um, I, I really don't have much more to say. It's, it is a little hoarse, so um, I hope you'll bear with me. And uh, I wish you well, and I hope to hear from you. And take good care of yourself. This is Dr. Gwen.